0: Hello, podcast legends. We're back again for another episode. Today, I thought I would share a little bit of my own journey around writing technique, hoping that perhaps may inspire a few of you who are either young or perhaps a bit older, like me, to, to um, I guess, delve a bit deeper into improving your riding technique. It's something that I hear like quite often from people that perhaps are a little bit older. I'm 40 now. Um, I don't feel like I'm that old, but people tell me I'm old. So, <laughs> older than some of the young punks that I ride with and, and coach, but um, it, it's a common thing you hear. People will be like, oh, I'm too old to to, um, to work on my riding technique, or you can't teach an old dog new tricks, things like that. So I thought I'd just share my story, because it's not something that I've, it's certainly not something that I've worked on my whole life. So I've, been riding now for like 35 years. I started riding when I was five. I got a P.O.E. when I was five. I started racing when I was nine. So when I was a kid, uh, like 30, 35 years ago, there was no rider coaching really. Like now with the age of social media, YouTube, all these things, there's been, uh, I guess, it's come to the forefront that that, coaches are actually breaking down the technique. And now we actually have these tools, like everyone's got a friggin' camera on their phone now that they can video themselves riding. People can produce content. So the skill of riding itself um, at the highest level is not something that's just, that's just reserved for the pro riders. Like now all of that stuff is available to any of us. Like you can go on YouTube now, You can go on Instagram, you can follow all these really awesome coaches that are breaking down riding technique. So again, that wasn't a thing when I was a kid. So I just figured out how to ride on my own and had my dad telling me to get your elbow up and and break later and all of this stuff. So like probably everyone did. So technique wasn't really a thing that I was even aware of as part of my riding that I could improve if that makes sense. So everyone used to always tell me that I looked so smooth when I was riding. So to me, I thought that that meant I was a good rider. However, once I finally did get some some coaching, which we'll get to, I pretty quickly figured out that my riding technique wasn't that good. So it's one of those things like success leaves clues. And again, if we look at the people at the highest level in our sport, they're not just going out there and trying to ride motos as fast as they can every time they get on the bike. And again, that's a mistake that I made every single time I rode, like before the last three years, every time I got on my bike, even if it was just a trail ride with the boys, I was trying to ride that bike as fast as I could possibly ride it. So that's all well and good, but everyone is going to have their own ceiling of what their speed is. And, Quite often, what will limit that ceiling is our riding technique. So I could go and try and ride my bike as fast as I wanted every time I got on it, but I was still limited, my speed was still limited by my riding technique. So if I had spent a fraction of that time trying to improve my riding technique, my ceiling of speed would have been much higher. So again, it's the success leaves clues things. We see that the riders at the top of our sport they spend yeah they they ride way more than than the average person does a a pro would ride way more than the average person does however they're not just banging out motos as fast as they can every day of the week like they're they're working on refining their technique so they get better at the the skill of riding which allows their speed the ceiling of speed to be higher so I had Dean Ferris on my podcast and and he mentioned, you probably would have heard it if you listened to that episode, it's it's something that he speaks of quite often is that that year he was in the under-19s, he got a riding coach and he didn't even do any motos for the whole year. He didn't get a stopwatch out. He didn't ride any motos where he was trying to ride for speed or for endurance. All he did for that entire year was work on technique and do sections of the track. And, we know the result of that. Like he is one of the most successful motocross races in Australia. So, for us, for the for the the average the mere mortal who's who's like like me, like who's probably listening to this. Obviously, we're not racing at a pro level. It's not our career. The way I look at that is, we have a lot more opportunity for low hanging fruit. So, if we can. Improve our technique just a little bit, that's going to allow us to improve the safety of our riding, which in turn will improve our confidence on the bike, which in turn will improve our speed. So, like I say, I didn't coaching wasn't a thing when I was a kid. So, I didn't even think about getting coached until I actually became a coach myself in strength and conditioning when I started learning. How to coach people on how to do a squat, how to do a deadlift, how to do a push up, all these basic things. It's a very simple process of breaking down the skill into three or four cues that you can communicate to the person that allows them to feel what it feels like to perform the movement and practice that skill with repetition. So once I started learning how to actually coach someone, I'm like, mm, okay how come I never did this with my writing? <laughs> Why didn't I actually break down the skill of writing so I could actually improve that skill? So that's when I'm like, okay, well, I actually need to go and get some coaching now. Now that I've figured out that that coaching, how beneficial coaching is and how simple it can actually be and how with repetition we, we get results, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get some coaching. So the first person I went and got some, coaching off with riding technique was Sebastian Tortelli so he actually came and did some riding camps around our area who one of my mates and one of my clients um, one of my gym clients at the time Mitch Drummond helped organize for him to come over to our part of Australia and do some training camps so that was one of the first coaching days I went and did was with Seb and I'd actually only just bought a bike again like I've only been riding again for the last three years. like I had a period of time there where I never wanted to see a freaking dirt bike again. like I went through some pretty challenging times and and actually lost the love for riding. So I got back into riding three years ago. so I hadn't been riding for a long time. I was still trying to ride at the speed. I thought I should be able to ride at that I was riding at five years ago but I hadn't actually ridden. And the first bike I bought, again, was a 450. So I'm trying to ride this 450 really fast and my technique was really poor. And when I first started riding again, I was struggling with arm pump. So Seb was a really, really good coach and I learned so many things off him, um, mostly about how to actually coach people. Um, for where I was at, at that point in time, he couldn't, I guess, couldn't actually communicate the finer details of writing technique. So for someone that already had really good writing technique, what he was telling them to do would have really worked, worked really well. And it did work really well. But for me, because I wasn't there yet, my technique wasn't poor. It was actually, it wasn't what I needed at that point in time, if that makes sense. So but like I say, I still got a ton out of his coaching and i learned a lot off him. Um, and he's he's an awesome coach and a, a really, really nice guy. And i would definitely go back and get coaching off him again when he comes back out to Australia. Um, so after that, I was following Rhino, as most people probably do on, on Instagram. Um, again, like if you go on to Google and, and Google motocross training or whatever, like one of the first things that's going to pop up is Rhino. So um, I had been following Rhino for a little bit. He's obviously one of the most, I guess, vocal people out there on um, social media who actually talks about riding technique and coaching, etc. which I personally think is a good thing. Like not everyone is, I guess he's kind of one of those people that you either love him or hate him, but um he's just like using the tool of social media to help people and he's, he's putting that stuff out there for free, which I think is a pretty, a pretty cool thing. And it's like, honestly, that's probably inspired me to do like to be so consistent and, and give value with my social media. Um, so anyway, following Rhino on Instagram, I wake up one morning, open up Instagram, He's done a video on there saying that he wants to travel around the world, do some riding coaching and um, if you're wherever you are to hit him up because um, he'd will he love to come and, and travel around the world. So I straight away sent him a DM. I'm like, hey, man, um, told him a little bit of my story and said we could organize something down here in Victoria. So... Anyway, one thing led to another and eventually we got Rhino to come down here to Australia and we did like a um, two, three-day or two, two two-and-a-half-day riding camps down at One Thaggy Motocross Track, which was awesome. So, I got to hang out with Rhino, live with him in an Airbnb for a week, which was awesome, an awesome experience, like one of the best experiences of my life. Like, he's a legit dude and he's... he's just like he's just like a normal dude like he's we we got along really well and he's just like he's like any other um i guess human like he he laughs at the same shit we laugh at and and all that he's just a really freaking um freaky dirt bike rider and a really good riding coach so he was the first person again like i hadn't been to that many riding coaches but he was the um first person that I went to who actually broke down the finer points of the skill itself of riding the dirt bike. like this is where our feet need to be this is what our hips should be doing this is what the attack position should feel like etc cetera, etc cetera. so when that like was like a penny dropping for me because again because I'd Started my career as a strength and conditioning coach, and, and that's what it's all about. It's about positions, it's about the biomechanics of the body. So that it just totally made sense to me and it gave me something to work with. And like I say, pretty quickly figured out that what I thought was good riding technique was actually shithouse. My riding technique was not great. So, and I was that was three years ago now, so um, 37 years old at all of 38 nearly 38 so I since then have worked really really hard on my riding technique to improve it so I've had to essentially reprogram um, my subconscious patterns around riding because I'd learned how to ride with my feet on the pegs with my toes pointed out the foot pegs in my arches with a little bit of a hunched back um, that's just how I'd learnt and that's how I'd done it for 35 years so to undo that <laughs> took a long time took a lot of practice and a lot of slowing the fuck down and not even trying to ride fast and just going out and working on those little things and it's taken me a long time so I probably would have been about 12 months after that that might have been a little bit longer. Might have been eighteen months after that. Anyway, somewhere around that, um, eighteen months to two years after that, got Coach Rob to actually come out to Australia. Or well, Coach Rob was coming out to Australia, I should say. So I was like, "Yep, going to get get along to one of his training camps as well." And again, that was like I'd already been practicing the stuff that I learned off Rhino for about twelve months or so. Um, so I'd had time to put it into practice. But with Coach Rob, again, it just clarified everything for me and I guess the way Rob communicated it to me um, just gave me a lot more clarity and I feel like s- simplified it. So it was, it was, I guess, not as complicated. Not saying that the way Rhino... Um, Articulated it was complicated in any means, but just the way I guess that, that Coach Rob articulated it to me made a, a lot more simplified process. And again, like I say, I'd already been sort of practicing it to an extent for 12 months. So I'd had that bit of time of actually putting some of the things in place and then having Rob, um, again, articulate his version of it to me and, and watch me ride and pick those little things up when I was riding. Um, again, it was like another penny dropping. It was like the last piece of the puzzle that I needed to um, to really cement everything, I suppose. So again, that's been like, that was pre-COVID obviously. So it's probably, that's like 18 months ago now that that was when Coach Rob came over here. So since then, that's been like, I've been practicing my riding technique every time I go out on the bike, and again, that's why COVID was a little bit of a, a blessing in disguise because there was actually no racing on last year that allowed me to. Because I've obviously been wanting to get back into racing a little bit, but with racing, with no racing on last year, that just meant I. Did a lot of trail riding. So I'd go out in the bush on a couple of little special test loops that I had, or even just go trail riding, um, just a long trail and folk like not even trying to go fast, not even worried about speed or how fast I was actually riding the dirt bike, purely just focused okay, where are my feet on the foot pegs and how is my attack position? Focusing on those things and then trying to ride without dabbing my feet. So getting really good at doing feet up motos, like riding ruts with my feet on the pegs and focused on like what I'm actually doing with my feet. Like how am I making this bike turn? How am I making this bike get traction is all through my feet. So how I use my feet on the foot pegs and the position of them. So like I say, that was a bit of a blessing last year. got all that time to work on it and, um, and honestly, I still really only feel like it's been the last sort of three months that it's clicked for me. And now it has, I can say that it has become subconscious. Like I don't actually have to think. Like before I had to think about it, and then if I tried to go fast, it'd go out the window. Like I tried to actually ride fast and my feet would just turn into a duck again. And <laughs> And my attack position would break down. Now I've done enough hours and retrained those subconscious patterns that it has become automatic for me and I can ride fast now. I can push as fast as I want and my technique stays on point. Um, So obviously that doesn't mean that I'm the best rider in the world. It just means that, or the fastest rider in the world. and, And again, that's not my goal now, but that, I guess what, practicing or working on my technique has allowed me to do has allowed me to, I guess, kind of fall in love with writing again because now I am 40, so I'm not really worried about I'm not trying to go out there and win an Australian title. Um, I'm just writing for the enjoyment of writing. So having that technique aspect to work on is gives me something um, to focus on when I do go writing. So I'm not really worried about how fast I'm going per se. I'm I'm working on improving my technique every time I ride. And then obviously the byproduct of that is, like I said, you become more confident. And when you become more confident, then you slowly start to get a little bit faster. So long way around, I have improved my speed a little bit, but I've done that not by just trying to ride faster. Like I've done that by actually riding slower, and improving my technique so that gives me a better foundation and gives me a higher ceiling to actually um, improve my speed on so that's like I say it's if you're listening to this and you're perhaps an older dude um, and you feel like it is you you might be too old to, to work on technique or or you've You've heard that, like, people say that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, you definitely can. It's just going to be a lot harder. Like, if you're a kid starting to ride and you learn how to ride with good technique, like, you're going to pick it up way quicker than someone like me who's been riding for 35 years and has been – if you've been doing something a particular way for 35 years, to relearn it um, a different way is going to be – way harder and take way longer than someone that comes in with a clean slate and is learning something um for the very first time so if you can bear that in mind it is going to be challenging but you can 100 percent do it it's just going to take take time and and commitment to the process but that's what i tell everyone is like where else do you want to be in three years time like it's taken me three years probably could have done it quicker like i don't ride that much compared to the amount of hours some people put in um so you could most definitely do it quicker I'm not saying it's going to take you three years but that's what I tell people is like where do you actually want to be in three years time do you want to be doing this riding the same way doing the same thing ingraining the bad the same bad habits or do you want to actually have better riding technique um, which will then will again allow you to ride safer allow you to ride with more confidence and allow you to build more speed at the end of the day so yeah it's well well worthwhile um, finding a good riding coach that can help you break those skills down and give you the tools because like I say it's most of us have just figured it out since we we're kids so we don't haven't actually had those those cues or those little skills taught to us that we can actually work on and once you do have them then you've got something to work with um, you're not going to transform your writing technique in one uh, coaching session but you will learn the tools that you need to work on to allow you to do that. Um, it just takes time, time and repetition. You've got to get those reps in so it's that 10,000 hours thing and like I say if you've already done 20,000 hours a particular way it's going to take a lot more hours to, to change that habit um, but worth every, worth every second of it. So That's it for this episode. Um, Shout out to WBR Motorcycles, On Point, Moto, Elite, Design Co, and Comet Cycles for their support and allowing us to do everything we do. Um, We'll see you all on the next episode.